0: Bop bop, bop.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Quid Pro Quo, the music podcast where I introduce my friends and loved ones to progressive rock music, and they in turn get me to listen to, well, whatever they want. And today is, uh, as always, a very special episode. They're all very special, but this one caps off the trilogy of my friends over at the Dufferin Clark Public Library. Uh, We started off with Alicia, Winter Maria, and now the trio is complete with Leah. And uh, Leah is coming on and giving me some indie pop folk. Uh, I'm really excited to have you guys listen to the choice that she had for me and in turn I got her to listen to one of my all-time favorites and very unrepresentative progressive rock acts of Karnataka. These guys have a number of brilliant albums in terms of the symphonic folk progressive rock scene so I hope you also will follow along and uh, have a dive into that Album as well. And uh that's all I've got in terms of this little bit of a preamble. As always, I want to extend a huge thank you to Olena Olinsky for designing the show's graphic as well as explosive ear candy for their song All Together Now, which is of course the soundtrack to this podcast. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Ooh,
0: give me more of your sunshine.
1: so how's it going
2: i'm doing well how are you
1: i'm doing all right doing all right yeah it's, i'm it's really a,
2: excited
1: yeah i'm pretty excited too i mean i've got a nice uh i find this is kind of the perfect day for music listening because it's a little bit on the dreary side we've got some mm. snow coming down so it's perfect it's perfect um weather for listening to some good tunes
2: That's funny, because where I am, it's, like, really nice and warm out, and it feels just, like, hopeful and exciting. Yeah, so I guess we're in opposite settings for listening to music, but I like this weather, too. I like, like, the dreary, Mm -hmm. you know, vibes for listening to to some, like, calming music. But I also like this kind of weather, too, for listening to, like,
0: Mm upbeat beat. Right.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) It's going to be
1: interesting because I feel like the albums that we have chosen for one another will reflect the setting that we're at right now. Like I know the music, Mm -hmm. the album that I selected for you really matches the atmosphere that I'm in right now, but that's also where I was when I started but I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit because I want to I want to introduce you properly I want (laughs) to yes I want I want people to know know who you jumped right into it (laughs) we did a little bit I want people to know who you are so uh Leah do you want to like introduce yourself and kind of who you are and how we know one another because I think I think with you much like the three starter Pokemon I have collected the trilogy of the people from <laughs> duffer 99 so who who be you and, yeah. and uh yeah how do you know me
2: yeah sure so I'm Leah as you said uh Michael you and I worked together at duffer and Clark at the library uh, how long ago was it now I think two or three years at least I want
1: to say two and a half years
2: two and a half yeah. but what's funny is before both of us joined Vaughn I did a placement at OLA you did, while yeah. you were there but we didn't meet though. But we must have crossed paths at the office because I came in a couple times.
1: Well, you must so have, yeah. When no. did you When did you come in? Like when were you? Because it, it was the forest intern that you were, right?
2: No, I did a, like an internship for while well, I was getting my master's at UFT. Um, oh, was that with Mary? And I was just doing some research. I
1: okay. Can't remember? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> so cause, that's okay. I feel like that was with Mary um and you must have come in like maybe once or twice because I was kind of the they said I was like the face so we probably like ships in the night past one another but never really like said hi or anything like that
2: and then it happened again when you started at um uh, Bathurst Clark yeah I think I was on my way out of Bathurst right as you were coming in and we never properly met until Dufferin but anyway we worked together for a few months at the library Mm -hmm. and we've stayed in touch after now we're both in different places doing yeah. different, things. Doing different um, things your podcast is awesome so i'm excited oh, to have been you. invited on it but oh, i have good. to share or like warn you that i'm not really well educated when it comes to music so oh, i'm going to be it's going to be a learning experience for me today
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i love cuz the way that I've always approached music is that it's it's very emotional, right? it's it's there's an emotional core to it, and you don't necessarily need to be like trained or experienced or a master of music to really like talk about it because it's your own personal experience. It's your own personal take off of it. So, Yeah, you don't need to have, (laughs) you don't, you don't need to have, because we're talking about our own experiences, right? And you don't necessarily need a master's degree in musical theory in order to talk about how something made you feel. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what today is all about. So I'm super excited that you're on. Um, And yeah, I'm really also excited to see what album you have in store for me today. Mm -hmm. So do you want to talk a little bit about the album that you chose for
2: me? Sure. So I was going back and forth between a few, as I I told you. Mm -hmm. And I think like you were saying earlier, because of the day and like my mood the last couple of days, I made a last minute decision and Uh I picked an album that um, I first discovered a few years ago. Mm -hmm. It was one song on the album that just kind of like changed my world. And now it's one of my favorite albums and for me with music i'm like really into singles i don't Mm -hmm. really get into artists albums but Mm -hmm. for some reason with this one it just like spoke to me Mm -hmm. So okay without any more introduction (laughs) (laughs) the album is plastic soul by mondo cosmo it came out i think in 2017 i'm not sure if you've heard of him his work I have I not he... this, okay, is, a, this is a
1: new this is a new <laughs> endeavor for me Mondo <laughs> Cosmo so yeah. what what without going into too much detail what mm-hmm. can I expect with Mondo Cosmo like what what's the flavor of music any genre type any um I guess background I should know without giving too much spoilers
2: okay I feel when I listen to it it, it sounds kind of like a um, folky a little bit but okay. also pop rocky i don't know okay. you can tell me if i'm like hitting the right the right genres when you listen to it i think okay. that is kind of like the mix that he has going on
0: yeah it's yeah, yeah.
2: um only has 10 tracks but each one like leans into a different emotion so mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. you have a few that sound like really kind of desperate and also like hopeful at the same time. Others that are just like fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What else can I tell you without giving too much away? Oh, that's there's fun. a few one here where that where the endings are are just like incredible and different and surprising.
0: Ooh. And that's what
2: I, I like about it. It's the okay. su- surprising, surprising tones where he turns.
1: That yeah. I mean, you're you're definitely making me very excited about this.
2: Um, yeah.
1: So, yeah. Ooh, I'm just looking at his voice
2: is just like easy too. it's like just Mm -hmm. really pleasant to listen to it. He just sounds so genuine to me.
1: Yeah. And it looks like he's got two albums right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's the Plastic Soul, which is the 2017 release.
2: Mm -hmm. I guess
1: that was his first one. And it looks like he put out a new one last year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Recently, which I haven't gotten a chance to like properly get into, but I will because I really like him.
1: Oh, fantastic. I'm really excited because, yeah, I always love to listen to new stuff and I am a pretty big fan of like more homegrown folk music mm-hmm. uh, and anything that has a little bit of like a pick-me-up poppy drive, I think,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is always kind of a happy make for me. So Good. I'm excited for this. Um, yeah. Do you want to hear the album that I've chosen for you?
2: Yeah, of course. What okay. is it?
1: So this was difficult. So unlike the other uh, two individuals that we had from our Duffer 99 group, uh, I didn't really have any kind of um, starting point in terms of the genre of music that you like to listen to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because like Maria and I have talked about music and Alicia and I have talked like days and days worth of music. Uh, But we never really got into that with (laughs) you. So (laughs) I I, I was kind of at a loss. I'm like, I don't even know where to start because I always I love to give some kind of a... A branching off point, like okay, I know you like this style of music. Where can I go from there to hook you in, or at least give you a a grounding foundation for the music that I'm about to present? I don't Mm want to just throw you in blind, right? Like that's—I always feel like that's not fair. Um, But again, I didn't really have any kind of jumping off point, so I decided to go for one of my all-time favorites and. I mean, I've done like 25 episodes of these by now. And like, I always say, this is one of my all-time favorites, but the thing that really connects me with this is twofold. One, the musical expression, I just love. Um, The band, I always get it wrong, but I think it's Karnataka. Okay. It's spelled K-A-R-N-A-T-A-K. So it's like Karnataka. Mm
0: Hmm.
1: And the album is their uh, 2010 release of The Gathering Light. And the reason why I love this particular album is I listened to it when it first came out in 2010. And that was the summer between my undergrad and my master's degree. And my best friend and I decided to do a road trip to Nova Scotia. And so I brought five or six albums with me at the time, and this was one of them. And so when we got to Cape Breton, this is all I was listening to when I was on the island. And it just, whenever I listen to this album, it reminds me of that very serene, very erythrial, very almost um, Avalon style like very celtic very mystic very um almost like you're in a fairyland but (laughs) surrounded by this celtic mist so i love karnataka because they they infuse both that very celtic very folky presentation but in a very symphonic large sound so that's why I went with The Gathering. It's my favorite album from them, and it's an album that doesn't necessarily get the attention that I feel it really deserves in terms of the progressive rock sphere, but it's one that I will continuously praise um not only from where I was at the time but also the brilliance and the music that's found within it.
2: so I'm really excited. I love folk music, so okay. And, and I don't know I've not heard of Karnataka so I'm excited yeah. to get
1: into it yeah they yeah. are I' just got their um their page up here they are uh, from the United kingdom um specifically within Wales okay um, and this was after they had disbanded because originally they started off in 1997 and then disbanded in 2004 and then reformed again in 2005. Um, and then they, during that writing period, came out and put out the gathering light. And unfortunately, they have suspended their activity in late 2017. So I don't feel mm-hmm. like there's too much uh, prospects of new music, although they did put out one album after this that yeah. I haven't really had a chance to get into yet.
2: Yeah, you never know, right?
1: You never know. So anyway that's that's the album that I've I've given to you, and I'm pretty excited to hear your thoughts about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I also kind of compared our two running times. It looks like the album that I'm giving you is like twice as long as the (laughs) album that you're giving me.
2: Yeah, it's a short album. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It looks like yours is just under 40 minutes, whereas mine is like, um, what is it? Let's see here. The gathering light. Yeah, it's an hour and eight minutes. So
2: that's okay.
1: Um, what I'll do is I'll just give your album a second pass. So I'll I'll listen to it twice while you can listen to mine once.
2: Yeah. One thing I didn't mention about um, Plastic Soul is Mm -hmm. I was reading a little bit about it um, this morning, too. I think it took the artist a long time, like years and years to produce. It's interesting because it's a shorter album, but you Mm -hmm. can feel all that time in all of the pieces and all the
1: pieces great I love an album that really takes its time uh Mm -hmm. in terms of like the production without going Mm -hmm. overboard because there's examples of albums that were lost in production wasteland and then they finally came out and they were terrible but I do like attention to detail Mm -hmm. that you can tell like okay these guys they put some thought into the it's not just a one and done kind of a deal Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: especially for shorter albums like I feel very much like there's a quote that says um what is it? I wish I had more time to write you a shorter note. Um, it, kind of in the same veins, it's like short stories are a lot harder to write than novels because you only have a limited amount of space. You want to get everything out there. So, yeah, I like, I like short, punchy albums because I feel like sometimes an overblown album it works to its detriment.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: So, yeah. All right, cool. Well, enjoy Karnataka and I will enjoy Mondo
0: Cosmo give me more of your sunshine give me more of your give me more of this feeling the world is spinning for
1: you And with that Leah and I go into our own musical silos to experience the joy that is each other's music. I get to listen to Mondo Cosmo, and she gets to listen to um, Karnataka. So... I'm just gonna thank some of my patrons because really without them this would all just be a, a, a Hay fever dream of mine, and they're really the ones that are keeping this all together And I want to do a little bit of a shout outs first up to him. I haven't really thanked him quite often enough He's been here since pretty much the beginning as well as Charles Smith uh, both Charles Smith and Hemulen have supported me throughout the years, and if you want to be cool like these cool cats, head on over to my Patreon. It is Patreon slash Notes for Reviews, uh, and that's where you can even request different albums for me to listen to on my live streams, which I promise I will start doing again once my life finds some kind of normalcy. Uh, and this is also where you can get a few other great perks, like your name at the end credits of all my videos that I do on my YouTube channel of notes reviews, as well as uh, your name at the end of the credits. Uh, so that's always a good time. Um, and I also have social media, which I want you guys to be aware of. Twitter is uh, prog quo. And I hope to set up an Instagram. And the moment that I do, I will let you guys know of that handle as well, where you can find all the updates in terms of new episodes, little teasers of to what the episode will be looking at, and just some all good fun times. And before I jump back into this week's podcast, I want to make a quick announcement. Uh, There will be a special episode coming out next week. Next Thursday. Thursday. So uh, keep your eyes peeled onto your podcast subscription as a very special Masterpiece Corner will be coming out next Thursday. I have my very special guest of Stephanie coming back on where we introduce one another to what we believe is the pinnacle of a Masterpiece album. So I hope you will tune in for that and uh, we'll see you next Thursday uh, for that very, very special episode. Uh, And that's about it for me and this little ad break. If you, uh, yeah, let's dive back into what Leah thought of Karnataka and what I thought of Mondo Cosmo. Let's do this.
2: i've been on an adventure (laughs) oh
1: that's good all
2: right right. well
1: well, tell me a little bit about it how was your time with karnataka
2: it was so interesting so this was unlike anything i've listened to before like closely Uh um i was really surprised Uh like midway through songs also like midway through the album and i was getting so many different like vibes like at first, I was thinking like eighties rock,
0: mm-hmm, bit of,
2: mm-hmm. I don't know, bit of the of nine like early nineties too. Who's that musician? Anya, is that, did I say that right? The Irish musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah Anya. Anya. And Anya, yeah. I was like yeah. getting like hints of like um, inspiration from her, or like yeah. the, that kind of crossover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then everything was so, like it it opened and closed. With so much um, nostalgia. Which oh. I love the way this album opened. I could yeah. listen to The Calling just like on repeat.
1: That's amazing. I'm really glad that you connected with it. So Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So yeah, kind of take me through a little bit in terms of like, I guess your initial reaction to it. Like, how did you enjoy it?
2: I enjoyed it. So I, I when I listened to the first two the first track i thought mm-hmm. it would be one way and then when we got into or when i got into state of grace i was like oh no this the sound is different mm-hmm. and then again into like your world and moment in time like they just all felt so different mm-hmm. um and by the time i got to the uh the gathering light like the the last track on the album yeah. i realized that i i felt like i was listening to um like a full story like each song mm. had its own story right but
0: yeah
2: when I was um thinking about it after like we kind of start um it, it felt like I kind of felt like I went through a narrative like a I don't know if I'm if I read too much into it but it seemed kind of like a like a love story narrative where like things were good then things got bad then <laughs> things yeah. got like better yeah and, then and this- it was hopeful at the end yeah
1: Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, One of the things that I love about this band is their ability to weave stories into their music. Mm -hmm. um, Because that's something that um, really shines because each of these stories are kind of small Mm -hmm. vignettes, like they're their own little thing, but they all have interconnecting pieces as well. They Mm -hmm. all have like um, a unified theme that's going on it that I really gravitated to. And in terms of like, I found it very similar to like the whales um, fairy tales and like how the Welsh will tell stories. And I found that was very pertinent in here. Uh, Cause one of my favorite tracks is the serpent and the sea
0: mm-hmm. and
1: how it starts off very uh, bombastic. Like it's, it's this dueling of the guitars and the keyboards but in a very pleasant way. Uh, and when the actual song comes through, you're almost looking at, because most of the time these sh- sea shanties and songs about sea monsters and big creatures that live in the ocean are usually told from the point of view of like humans and the destruction of these creatures. Like when we're looking at tales like Moby Dick or... Um, Beowulf and all those, it's usually of this destructive nature of these creatures. But this one takes more of a spin on that of like showing the magical qualities of some of these sea monsters Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and like kind of bringing it into more of like a human, uh, a human take
0: of that.
2: interesting how much like this the sea came like the sea was kind of a point I feel like I kept returning back to in a few of the songs not just in that one but mm-hmm. uh, like a lot of of the elements like seem to feature heavy in the in the lyrics everything felt really like yeah er- earthy if that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah,
1: yeah it's it's almost like um I mean this was something that was very prevalent in like the 60s and 70s of like worshiping the sun and going back mm-hmm. to the earth kind of that hippie granola kind of approach to things and not necessarily in like a negative way. Right. In a very holistic, very positive light. And I love the fact that these guys are able to kind of recapture that, especially in a very, I know this was released 10 years ago, but like in a very technical world where like everything is, you know, we've almost removed ourselves Mm -hmm. from the earth and kind of turned inward in our technology.
2: Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is, because of like what I, what I listened to generally, but I was thinking about when this came out, like back in 2010, if it sounds so different than I, what I knew was like out there, that mm-hmm. could just be a reflection though, on like what I listened to No, you you're, you're quite
1: right. Um, like when I think about music of that time, especially within the progressive rock genre, things were very dark. Everything was mm. going heavier. Like some of the really big bands within the prog sphere were going almost like pseudo metal or like straight up metal. Uh, and they were talking about, you know, depressive items, you know, our relationships again with technology and how we've removed ourselves from kind of like nature and whatnot. There were very few bands that kept a positive outlook and like mm-hmm. sung in a very positive tone. And so these guys are a little bit of an outlier in that sense. Um, and I, I applaud them for kind of waving that flag of hey we can still have some fun within nature like we can still connect ourselves with mother nature and you know the the sun and all that so yeah
2: Mm -hmm. the whole idea too i was thinking about like after of like the what like a gathering light is like what Mm -hmm. that means like i mean Mm -hmm. that's the name of the album name of their final track just that like bringing together of everything that that has happened and into something um, beautiful and, and light. That mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really
1: nice. Yeah, my my take of the gathering light is always kind of like a holistic approach of like a single candle might not necessarily fend off the darkness, but if you gather a hundred candles around, you have you know been able to fight off. So there's like a, a unity in terms of numbers, and mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what they were going for. Um, mm-hmm. And it really only takes one candle to start the flame. So that's always kind of been my idea of like this whole gathering light is like gathering mm-hmm. of light within this darkness. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. And you feel that like when you're mm-hmm. listening to all like to everything on this album. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the thing that I love about this album is the blending of different styles. Like I always, akin, yeah. I akin to it as like uh, a very symphonic Celtic approach. Uh, mm-hmm. like we have this very celtic very welsh style that's rooted in this album but the expression is very big like it's it's utilizing um like a symphony of sound very similar to like the symphonic rock from the 70s that i i haven't really heard too much of within the past even three decades yeah so I, I really love that expression
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah I liked it too and like definitely like the Celtic uh, vibe comes through strong but I was getting like a lot of psychedelic Mm -hmm. sounds too that you would think maybe compete a little bit but they work together in such an interesting way here.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah so was there any any song like I know we've touched a little bit about the first couple of songs with the Colleen and State of Grace as well as the Mm -hmm. last song of the Gathering Light. I've already talked a little bit about the Serpent in the Sea. Serpent in the Sea. Uh, was there was there any other track that really stood out to you that you really gravitated towards?
2: Everything. I just felt like everything was so um, surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I write? There was one track on here that I thought was like so different. Oh, Your World. Mm-hmm. Your World felt like so different to me than. Um, the other songs I li- like that I was listening into I think because of that kind of like psychedelic intergalactic like vibe that I was getting from it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like liked too how like half the tracks like seemed really uh, inward focus and then half the tracks were like speaking to someone or like the
1: interest yeah
0: I can the see listener that. Yeah. yeah
2: I thought that was interesting like that kind of like mix
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah moment in time too I thought was like uh, pretty different from the other pieces as well. Yeah. And I loved how in Moment in Time, like you get you get a full intro and a full closing. I feel like a lot of songs like only have one or they kind of just start and end. Mm-hmm. But like not just on this album, like just in general. Right. But with Moment in Time, like they, they leave time to like ease you into a song and like right. ease you out. Yeah. And then like they also leave time for like celebrating the um melody. Mm-hmm. I definitely think like melody was the vocal point like the lyrics I think take a little bit of a backseat to the the sounds but not I mean
1: not in a bad way but I know I know what you kind of mean like the lyrics are there to elevate and enhance the music rather than the other way around
2: yeah yeah but I love like I think in moment in time like the um, uh, overlay of of uh, voice and and music like not with any words but just everything like just um works together so beautifully and like again like they they left time for you to like properly enjoy that. our 15 second spot on the four minute song I guess because the songs are so long
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that's that's one thing that I love about progressive rock is that they'll they give you that time they allow you to have that time to really get into the music and it's not just kind of like a okay here's our song and then it's gone it's here's the melodies here's the the idea that we're putting forth now we'll give you a little bit of time to really enjoy it Mm -hmm. Um, you know it's it's and that's what I particularly love it gives us that time to really get into it and really bask in what it is that they're putting down
2: yeah and like I think because of um that room that they gave themselves to they really allow you to like go on a on a journey and and like an adventure in each song like Mm -hmm. in state of grace I think the um, like the tempo and the beat changed like three or four times so you're Mm -hmm. going through so many different emotions and you're like in different states not in a jarring sense again but It's just, it's interesting to have that, like, multiple experiences in a single uh, listening. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and that's what I love, and I love when they produce this uh, melody or Mm -hmm. this tempo, and then they switch it around so that it's the same melody, but in either a different tempo or a different key to allow you to experience it in a different setting and a different environment. Uh, Again, that's one of the things that I love about this style of music, so... Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's funny because you know you started this podcast saying oh I don't know if I'll be able to talk about it and I don't feel- <laughs> you've you've been able yeah. to talk so how well about all this stuff yeah
2: I don't know so. your listeners are going to be like she does not know what she's saying
1: <laughs> no of course not you are talking extremely elegantly in terms of like how Thanks, this Michael. has made you feel so
0: yeah
2: yeah no yeah it was it was just like it was really interesting I went into it with expectations. Um, because of what you and I were talking about before
0: mm-hmm. you
2: were saying how this kind of like reflects your mood, um, today. And like in the last uh, few days or weeks, yeah. things being, I think a little bit heavier, mm-hmm. but I actually, maybe, and maybe this is because of like where I'm coming into it from, like yeah. I've been feeling a bit later the last few days, but a lot of the, like this, like whole journey just felt like hopeful to me.
1: Oh, good. Like, yeah like as one you know yeah like when I was listening to this for the first time out in Cape Breton uh it was very like transitory like it Mm -hmm. was almost like there was a transition that was happening uh Mm -hmm. and it was happening within this kind of space beyond space um Mm -hmm. in this almost as I mentioned like Avalonian kind of like the Isle of Avalon kind of an idea and whenever I listen to this album, I'm almost transported back to that space, especially and very easily on days like today, at least up here, way up in the North where, you know, we're having a little bit of this snowstorm in a kind of like a foggy environment. So I feel like this was the perfect backdrop, at least with my musical listening. Uh, And I hope that it at least bled through a little bit on your more, sunny and bright day <laughs> yeah
2: I um, mean yeah and like I love how with, with how music can bring you tr- to another place whether it's something that like you've existed in before or somewhere that you're like imagining
0: mm-hmm.
2: somewhere that like you haven't been or happened yeah I love that oh, so it's awesome cool. that this album does that for you too
1: oh I'm glad so uh would you return to this album would you like do a little bit of a deeper dive or is this kind of like a one and done probably not
2: it's not a one and done. No. Okay. Yeah. I feel like so I, so I was listening to it now and and I was thinking like, I need to give each song more space. Cause I went through okay. it like one after the other. And I feel like I definitely want to listen to one song and like break and then listen to the next song and right.
1: break. Right. Yeah. Cause you were saying that you consume music more as like singles rather than full albums.
2: Yeah. 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 But just with like these, like with the, the way that these songs are, there's, mm-hmm. there's so much I feel like in each one and they're also long. So I feel like they need, you need time to like sit on it after, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I
2: will sure. return to it. Definitely. Oh, good.
1: Good. You'll yeah. have to let me know how your experiences change as you give it more time to, I will. like, I always say like ferment or to, um, what's the other term ferment or to breathe or to like mature.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, good, good. Yeah.
1: So uh, changing gears, uh, going over to Mondo Cosmo for Plastic Soul.
2: What did you think? Um,
1: I I really enjoyed it. I, I did. It. <laughs> um, I have some thoughts um, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. The overall feel of this, like I, you said that this took a number of years to be made and to kind of come to fruition. And I can feel that. I can feel the time that's spent on a lot of these tracks and i can feel a lot of the different influences on this as well
2: yeah it took a like, while for him i think to um be recognized like he was yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah and so i'm getting a lot of different influences on here like this was mm-hmm. released um what did we say 2017
0: i think yeah I yeah but
1: it, it does feel like music from a, a different era yeah uh, and not not <laughs> necessarily in a bad way but it did feel to me more like this was an album from 2007 rather than 2017 mm. just based on the flavors that we have on this like I felt like his vocal work was a better version of Bob Dylan's vocal mm. work in a, mm. like a, more of like a rocky folk kind of a way because uh, I am not a fan of Bob Dylan's Oh, no, <laughs> no, I, I, I cannot stand I like it boggles my mind. Like, there's one thing that I still cannot fathom is how that guy has gotten as famous as he is.
0: Wow. I just I, I don't that. get it.
1: Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of his. I appreciate him as a as a poet but mm-hmm. not as a musician. I think he's mm-hmm. one of the worst. Like I just, I don't. <laughs> I honestly don't. Whoa, I don't.
2: That's extreme. <laughs> I know. I know
1: it's a hot take. Um, yeah. But I, I like the fact that this guy is channeling what Bob Dylan was doing with his vocal works and actually mm-hmm. making it pleasant to listen to. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: good. Point yeah. for Mondo Cosmo. <laughs> that's right.
1: That's right. Yeah. Um, and the actual music that's found on this, I felt like it was a very good blend of, kind of the post-grunge style of rock in veins like uh, Radiohead specifically on the Benz album. Like there's a Mm -hmm. lot of tracks in terms of the guitar work that felt like that, Uh, like tracks such as Higher, Shine, and specifically Thunder. Mm -hmm. Those ones have this very uh, Radiohead stylings where there's the interplay between the major and minor chord in a single uh, meter of music. So there's the marriage between that as well as albums uh, from the kind of proto indie rock, where it's a larger and grander sound um, in more of like this shadowy minor chords. Uh, and I was getting flavors of that on tracks like Hold On To Me, Come With Me chemical dream and uh, automatic
0: mm.
1: where it felt much more uh, almost like this, this contrast between the singer songwriter folky aspect, but with this more higher produced synthetic and synthesized uh, expression. And it, that's where I kind of felt like there was a lot of time and effort put into this. Cause you know, those are two very different and in some ways opposing expressions, but working very well. So I guess kind of like what you were experiencing with um, Karnataka. Yeah. With those like very different expressions, but instead of it just falling to pieces, it actually is being held together very, very well.
2: It's funny. We had like the same experience listening to two very different albums, very Mm -hmm. different styles. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So there were, Because the way that I listen to music um, is almost in contrast to the singles approach, where I will listen to a full length album as like a singular expression. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: what I I particularly liked about this album is the flow and how the Mm. whole album flows overall, because there's this point between Thunder, which is what the one, two, three, four, five, like the sixth track. Uh, And up to that point, it was very, I felt, homegrown, uh, very singer-songwriter in approach, very personal, very intimate. then when we come into automatic the style changes so abruptly it almost feels like edm in that sense like it's very synthetic um it's less homegrown grassroots kind of approach yeah uh, but i still love the fact that it's very optimistic it's very uh go get them and pump up the jam uh that then continues into one of my favorite tracks which is is it acre i think is how you pronounce it, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm re- yeah i'm really bad with pronouncing these <laughs> same um, don't worry <laughs> but I, I love that it's still like this like it continues that synth led charge while grounding this in more of like a celebratory nature you
0: know it's mm-hmm. got this
1: large driving beat but it, it's almost like a call to arms in like the celebratory way then when we get into a uh angel it's this kind of return to form this breath of fresh air um and it's almost this almost pep talk being more personal in that sense
2: yeah like for me this album is like a celebration every mm-hmm. every song feels like it yeah plastic soul is the track that i um just like died over when i first mm-hmm. heard it i think it was shine that brought me here it was playing on um probably the edge right like indie 88 and i was interested so that's what like brought me to him Mm -hmm. but when i heard plastic soul it was like it's just like a a gut punch for me kind of song and like the the ending the way it ends yeah it just feels like It feels like my soul. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, but like it's it's celebratory too. But I'm -hmm. glad you like found that in the later tracks as well.
0: Yeah.
1: And I also loved how you mentioned right at the beginning of this, how the tracks progress and how they change and you don't know which way they're going. And even though these tracks are shorter in length than the Karnataka tracks, they do add that feeling of you being on a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like, this is the big hook. This is the big chord that we want everybody to listen to. And we'll just play it over and over and over again. Even yeah. though there are a couple of tracks very similar like that. Um, mm. Although there was a point on the third track of Higher that has this, it's only there for a quick second. Uh, there's this guitar work that reminds me of either Cole's play or Owl City that mm. like I hadn't heard in almost a decade. Yeah. And like on the one hand, it does feel like it's very dated, but on the other hand, it's almost this instant nostalgia that Mm. I really, really love because I haven't heard of anything from Owl City in like a decade. So Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And Coldplay has changed it. Like it sounds so much. Yeah.
1: They have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah. um, The last point that I had was the last track of Chemical Dream. Yeah. Uh, It might be my favorite. uh, Yeah. I love this one too. I love how it starts off with almost this post-rock feel, like something that we would have heard from like explosions in the sky or Mogwai or like some uh, other post-rock kind of a ditty. Uh, And then it gradually climbs and builds this track and it feels like you're climbing up a mountain uh, to this final ending piece that I Mm -hmm. really enjoy. Like it was a very satisfying peak. Because it wasn't just like a build for a build's sake. You do actually get to somewhere by the end of the track. So yeah, it's mm-hmm.
2: it seems like um, with these two albums that you and I have different taste in like sound, music, and music. Uh, but I think that we are after the same experience. That like mm-hmm. wanting to to listen to songs that like take you somewhere, take you on an adventure, maybe have like a bit of nostalgia yeah. in them. So that's interesting.
1: Yeah. And this is part of the thing that I love about this podcast is finding those connections between two very different expressions.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And so is this album one and done for you or are you going to (laughs) return to uh, some of the songs?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. I know. No, no, this is the thing, right? Because I have so much music that I listen to on my day-to-day life that Mm -hmm. like, It like time is really a valuable real estate for me. Um, I don't know if I'd return to this album, but Mm. I mean, I shouldn't say it's a one and done. It definitely captured my attention and I will go back and listen to the other um, album that Mondo Cosmo has put out, like the one that he put out um,
0: last year, Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: because there is enough on here that I would kind of come back to. And Good. every year I do create a Happy Tunes playlist. And so for sure, there's going to be a couple of songs from this album on that playlist Yay. for 2021. So
2: yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Good.
1: Uh, yeah. And so yeah, that's my my take on this. I really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I'm still kind of wavering whether or not I'd return to it I I might put it on the shelf and then return to it later on like just to see Mm -hmm. how it makes me feel in a different setting Um, yeah so yeah yeah good yeah well thank you for coming on board and doing this little you know podcast for me
2: Thank you for having me. It's been fun. I really enjoyed it. I'm not sure how I'm going to get back to like the rest of my day. I feel (laughs) (laughs) lost in what I was listening to and what we were talking about. So it's a write-off now, but yeah, it was a
1: a lot of fun. Oh
2: no. (laughs) No, it's good. It's it's in in a good way. I'd rather be thinking about music than, you know, everything else. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's
1: great. Well, thank you for coming on board. Is there anything that you want to uh, leave the listeners with? Anything that you want to have them be aware of?
2: I hope that everyone tries Plastic Soul, even though Mm -hmm. you seem to be a little on the fence with it. uh, (laughs) I
1: will say, yeah, I give it, I give it the seal of approval. I say that you should listen to it. Yeah.
2: Good. And also um, The Gathering Lit was really awesome. So if you guys haven't heard this before, go check out that album too. Excellent.
1: Well, thank you for coming on board, Leah. This was great. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Michael.
1: Hope you have you back in the future.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah, Uh, definitely. Wonderful. All right.
1: And I hope everybody has a great rest of their day and just keep sharing music, everybody.